Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJNL General Contractors. They are licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee, and they provide services such as mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you need any of these services, contact them 931-433-4660, 931-433-4660. Also, they are in need of heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, CDL dump truck drivers, and pipe layers. If you're interested in employment with this family-owned business, you can go to the website www.sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. When I was very young, I saw a man murder a puppy. I was playing one of my imaginary games, was hiding under my dad's old blue Ford. We lived in East Toboga, Alabama, and our little house sat on a hill. I was under the driveway on the warm concrete. I was hiding from some alien creature, probably. Anyway, while I was hiding under the car, I heard the distinct sound of a puppy in trouble. I could see all the way down to the end of our street and the last house on the left. I saw the murderer. He came outside holding a puppy by the scruff of the neck, and and he was beating it. He then held it above his head, and he threw it to the ground. The puppy was very quiet and very still, and so was I. I froze. The anger boiled in my little third-grade heart like nothing I'd ever felt. When I did move, I went inside, and I told my dad. Dad said there was nothing we could do about it. I suppose a psychologist would say that the anger I held for that man was unnatural. And I know that a Christian would say it was wrong. I don't remember when we got them, but we'd been given these little toy rifles. Uh, just a chunk of wood with a couple of pieces of metal on it. It looks about like the rifles the color guard uses in the band. These little rifles had a uh, a walnut brown stock and had a little metal barrel on the end. And on the top of it, a niche had been cut out and a little piece of metal had been put there so it could act like a bolt action. Uh, this little rifle had a, a a golden bullet inside it on a spring so when you close the bolt the bullet would disappear as if it were being chambered and then when you open the bolt the little bullet would spring back out i don't know how many hours i spent carrying that little rifle around crawling in the bushes and climbing trees and pretending to do everything from shoot aliens to shoot deer i lay beneath my father's old ford for hours at a time with that little toy rifle my little bolt-action M1 carbine. I lay there and wait for the murderer to come home. I'd lay there, I'd shoulder my rifle, and I'd shoot him. I don't know how many times I shot him, but I never got any satisfaction from it. As a kid, I didn't understand that what I was pretending to do
was actually much worse than what he'd actually done. You see, we were brought up to, to love dogs. We had certain rules about dogs. And there was just some rules in our family concerning our dogs and how you treated them and you didn't beat them and you didn't kick them. You didn't throw them. You certainly didn't kill them. But this man had his own rules. He had his own dogs. And it was his right. And just because you have a right to do something doesn't mean it's right. Some of us were reared with certain values concerning types of music, types of language, hairstyle, clothing, length of hair, uh, women's jewelry being worn by men, and some of us were not. There are certain things, certain items that really get reactions from us. When we see something that is different from what we think is true, right, just, or fair, or it just doesn't fit our comfort zone, how do we handle them? I wonder, do they really offend God, or do they just offend us? You know, some things are unscriptural, and some things just make us uncomfortable. Sometimes we champion our causes, and we decide to do something about it. Uh, people feel like they're offended and they seek social justice and people write articles or make podcasts or march and demonstrate, loot and burn and vandalize. We draw lines of fellowship. We fracture churches. We draw lines in the sand concerning family functions and we say these people are allowed and these people aren't allowed Sometimes we champion these causes and our effort to make them right may just be a front that allows us to lay around from hiding and take pot shots at people we don't like. I wonder, can you really be a Christian and have a pre-made list of people you don't like? I wonder if some of the things that we do from our elevated positions looking at the people who've committed a crime, looking at the people who've done things that offended us, looking at the people who've done things that incense us. I wonder if we lay there and we take those pot shots at them and we do those things that make us feel like we're demanding justice. I wonder sometimes if what we're pretending to do isn't just as wrong as what they've actually done. When someone does something that offends us and we attempt to correct it, are we really trying to correct it or vent our anger? Are we trying to help someone improve and be better? Are we doing stuff just so that we can feel better? It may be that what we're pretending to do is much, much worse than what they've actually done. There are 32 miles of cave passages in Cumberland Cavern. 333 feet underground is the Volcano Room. The Volcano Room is the site for the youth rally known as Erupt. It's an underground youth rally. It's an annual event. It takes place in October. 
the next Erupt is scheduled for October of 2021. Erupt is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. If you'd like more information, you may contact them at eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. That's eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. Or check out their website for more information, three W's and a dot, eruptyouthrally.com, www.eruptyouthrally.com.